Yes, guys, tonight on our radar, we've got American singer-songwriter Pearl Charles in the house. Pearl recently released the critically acclaimed album, Magic Mirror, and I've had it on repeat for the last week. I absolutely love it. Hey, Pearl, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm really good, yeah. So I'm near Manchester. Are we dialing you in from L.A.? You know, I actually moved out to the California desert near Joshua Tree a few months ago. Um, I split my time still between L.A. and go back there for work and music stuff. But um, I'm here in the desert right now. Wow. How cool is that? (laughs) That's an exclusive. That's a first. That's a first desert interview on the show. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty magical out here. Beautiful. So your music's been compared to Lana Del Rey. I also get some Fleetwood Mac eagles and also canon carpenter vibes and i've got a, i've got to finish off a dash of abba on only for tonight what music did inspire most of the album then well you mentioned a lot of my favorite artists right there <laughs> um, more so the the earlier era ones like um fleetwood mac the eagles and abba those were all really huge influences for sure yeah. um i don't really necessarily understand the Lana Del Rey comparison so much. I think it's just, you know, we're just two female singer-songwriters in the modern day trying to do our thing. I guess she kind of sometimes has like a Laurel Canyon sort of Joni Mitchell-inspired vibe. And I would say that whole Laurel Canyon thing is definitely a big influence of mine as well. I was born and raised, you know, right in the shadow of Laurel Canyon. So that's made a huge influence on me. Yeah, definitely. And like you say, Joni Mitchell as well. Definitely. She's amazing. And I mean, there were there's some other people that I didn't name. Um, Bonnie Raitt was definitely a big inspiration for this album. So, you know, kind of that whole crew. <laughs> yeah. So I saw just a couple of days ago, actually, on Twitter, you are working on even newer music right now. Tell us more. Yeah, you know, it's really exciting. It's like, I, I don't want to um, leave Magic Mirror behind too quickly, but Uh, We actually finished, and I think we might talk about this more later, but we actually finished the album before the lockdown. So um, I've been chomping at the bit to get get to work on some new stuff and um, our place in the desert. We don't have any neighbors. We're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So we can work on music all day and all night and not bother anyone. That's been like the most amazing thing about moving out here. So uh, my boyfriend and my musical collaborator and partner, Michael Ralt and I, and um, our drummer came out and we uh, started demoing some new songs. So we're really excited to get to work on that so like you've just said magic mirror so that was written pre-lockdown so the album was locked and loaded ready to go and then of course the whole world changed so is the new are the new tunes that you're working on now are they inspired by any of the events of the last 12 months or you know that's a good question it's funny because i kind of feel like magic mirror almost had some sort of uh a psychic element to it since I have a song on it, you know, like um, as long as you're mine about the world ending. Yeah. I think um, this this next record, although it was written more in lockdown, I I'd say it kind of continues on some of the themes of Magic Mirror. It's pretty introspective, and um, you know, I think it, the lockdown was a really introspective time for a lot of people. So in that way, I do think that really influenced the writing. But um, it's not really necessarily like uh, topical, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's hear, and this is one of my favourite tunes now from Magic Mirror, and this is the one that I mentioned before, has odes to ABBA. I just love it. It's it's almost like the perfect pop song, and I love the drop as well, and it's uh, only for tonight. Tell us a little bit about it, and then, Pearl, it's over to you to introduce it. 
Only for Tonight was definitely very inspired by ABBA. I would consider it an homage. It's definitely know. a homage, yes. <laughs> I'm proud of it, you know. I'm not trying to deny it. Um, I think you should wear it loud and proud. ABBA are just <laughs> like the perfect pop band. And why not? Why not pay homage to them? Exactly. I completely agree. I feel the same way. Um, my friend had learned Dancing Queen for a wedding. So I kind of was like, you know, I'd been wanting to try to write an ABBA style song. I didn't really know where to start and we thought that would be a good jumping off point. And then we kind of like just ran with it and made our own thing a little bit. And um, I thought it was kind of fun to, to shift the perspective. Um, ABBA songs were all written by men for women. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of a, a slightly different view of the same story. Yeah, here's only for tonight. <laughs>
So if you could go out for a drink with any musician in the world, who would it be? And what are you drinking? Well, the second part of that question is easy to answer because I'm a spicy margarita type of gal. Oh, nice. Spicy <laughs> margaritas. Yes. <laughs> That's definitely a very Californian drink, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But in terms of who I would like to go out for a drink with, I mean, the options are endless. I feel like people ask me this a lot and they also ask me kind of like who I would like to work with. And the thing is, I'm not picky. If any of the artists that we mentioned earlier or, you know, anyone from the scene of music that I loved in the 70s wanted to have a drink with me or wanted to work on music with me, you know, I'd be there in the drop of a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose then you've got to think who would be able to handle the spicy margaritas just as well as you. <laughs> I, there you go. That's the question. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's, there's loads out there. Maybe, maybe Stevie Nicks. I reckon that'd be a wild night out. I, exactly. I'd love to take both, both of the ladies of Fleetwood Mac and I, I think we could have a really fun girls night. <laughs> yeah. So the weird thing is, Fleetwood Mac, I mean, they were a transatlantic band, Stevie Nicks. Is she from San Diego, is she? I think she's from Arizona somewhere. Right, yeah, could be. And Christine McVeigh, she's like literally originally 25, 30 miles away from me here in the northwest of England. Oh, well, cool. Yeah, of course, yeah. I know English. I didn't know exactly where she was from, though. Yeah, she's, uh, she's from just up near Lancaster in England, so originally... Well, let's hear another tune now that is drenched in Californian vibes. This is Pearl Charles, What I Need on In Your Ears Music.
So have you played any gigs in the UK yet? We went on tour to the UK in 2019, which was my first time. And it was amazing. So, so fun. Um, I think pretty soon we're going to be announcing another UK tour for early next year. So everybody oh, stay nice. tuned. Everybody, you know, a- yes, everybody check that out. I'm gonna come, I'm gonna come down to a gig as well. So yeah, cool. Um, where did you where did you play last time? We played um we played the Great Escape Festival, we played Liverpool Sound City, we did a show at Sound City is um, a good festival, yeah. Yeah, it was so fun. We did Stag and Dagger Fest in Glasgow too. <laughs> and I then- bet that was a bit wild. Oh man, it was <laughs> wild to say the least. They know how to party. <laughs> they know how to party in Glasgow. And then we did a few of our own shows in London. We played at the Rough Trade Record Store and did a headlining gig um, at a vintage shop as well. Oh, cool. So you got some really cool venues in then and some diverse like festivals. And then like you say, your, uh, your little headline shows as well. Definitely. I, and I don't know exactly how the tour for um, next year is going to be shaping up. It's, I know it's getting booked and it will be announced soon, but um, we'll see. We'll see where we end up. Good. Well, talking about gigs, if you could go back in time and watch any gig anywhere in history, who are you choosing? And this can be anyone, dead or alive, any iconic gig ever. You know, it's another great question. I've been really lucky to get to see a lot of my favorite classics artists and acts that are still playing um so the only thing i would change about that is maybe to see some of these people in their prime like for example i went to the um desert trip festival i don't know if you guys heard about that but a few yeah, years ago yeah. there's a festival out near where Coachella and stuff and i got to see paul mccartney and the rolling stones and bob dylan and neil young and if we could oh create my God, i remember that. that i remember that festival now oh my oh yeah it was just like it literally was like a who's who of 60s 70s icons wasn't it exactly kind of the dream you know so obviously i don't think there's anything quite like that that actually ever happened but there's been some other versions of it you know some different some different things like that so i could create my own dream 70s concert i guess would be my ideal (laughs) yeah so who was uh who was your favorite act from the desert trip then well you know i'll say this they were all incredible but the only one I hadn't seen before was the Stones, and they really brought it. So yes, I kind of know, they may have yes. Well, I went to see them in Manchester, probably around the same time, 2018. And Mick Jagger, what's he? Well, he must be about 77 now. He's probably about 75 at the time, and he did not stop running up and down that stage. My God, and like he just, he just still knows exactly how to deliver a show, doesn't he? Exactly. I mean, they all do. They really. I mean, they're all in great shape, and they. They, I mean, it did feel somewhat similar to seeing them in their prime. I can only imagine if they have that much energy now, what it could have been like back then. I know, man. Imagine that in the seventies, the Stones and Keith Richards is just like still the coolest geezer on the planet. Definitely, no question. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pearl, it's been ace having you on the show tonight. To play us out, we've got a beautiful tune, and this is the one that I said at the top of the show reminded me a little bit of Karen Carpenter. I'm going to let you tell us a little bit about it and introduce it. Yeah, you know, I wrote this song. I started it many years ago. I'd say maybe it's one of the oldest songs on the record, but it took me a really long time to finish it because it's a story of searching for yourself. And the the song kind of has a happy ending, if you will, about leaving the past version of yourself behind that doesn't really feel like 
who you are anymore and who when you weren't in touch with yourself um but i had to get to that place you know emotionally to really make it happen so um the whole album's really self reflective introspective all of that kind of stuff so i would say that this song was one of the ones that um really really helped kind of seal that message if you will and and have it be sort of positive to go on a journey for example the song before imposter um is a little more dire if you will it doesn't really have a happy ending and so i kind of like to follow it up with i don't feel like myself because i feel like it makes it okay to not know who you are and um to to give you the confidence to know that if you keep searching that maybe you'll find it of course it does and i love the fact i love it when artists convey themselves because everybody feels like that sometimes so the listener can take so much away from the song as well and it's a beautiful song well thank you i'm happy to share it with people and i'm happy to make people feel less alone through my music because I know that that's what you know like you talked about Christine McVie like she's probably my favorite of all time and when I hear her songs I feel like I not that I could have written them like I have that ability but like I'm like that's exactly how I feel like it's coming from the exact same place emotionally that I identify with yeah she's a she's a stunning songwriter Christine McVie and this is a beautiful song don't feel like myself spend most of my life Standing around skating by I never thought To stop and just ask myself why I don't even feel like myself I don't even feel like myself Some days you wake up Walking on the wrong side A face in the mirror Your reflection won't look you in the eye Too scared to die But barely
Like my